Hey guys, are you looking for something to do? Why don't you go check out Barley and Brew Tap Room in Suja Woolley. They're open from Tuesday to Thursday, 3 p.m. to 9, Fridays and Saturdays, noon to 11 p.m., and on Sundays from noon to 9 p.m. They serve all beer, cider, and wine. Let them know that your homegirl sent you. Have a great time. Now back to your regular broadcasting. Do you know I have to get my lonjas in the right spot, <laughs> in the right like shape? You know? You're so so it doesn't feel as much of a lonja. Yeah, I have to get in the right lonja because the bottom one, I don't know. Oh man, guys, guess what? Welcome back to be fucking for real, Cuddy. I have the most precious gift on my pie to gift guest on my podcast I mean, I today. am a gift. Thank you. <laughs> um, my comadre. Hey, hey, guys. Hi, you guys. Everyone, welcome. My comadre, Amy. Amy, a sus órdenes. Okay. At first, I think she's feeling a nerv- little nervous, guys, but it's going to be okay. It's super nervous. It's going to be okay. It's just I got you this, me- though. It's, you know that good nervous, you know, that you just got to, like, power through because something's good good is coming, you know? Yeah. Yes. It's just you and me talking with the big-ass mic in front of us. Yeah. Since I always carry a microphone in my pocket. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> you should. You should because you have an amazing voice. Thank you. Thanks I had so actually much. had a request from someone that you should sing on my podcast. What? <laughs> Who did that? Who? How dare they? Huh? What? <laughs> Way to put the <laughs> pressure on. <laughs> Way to put the pressure on. Gracias. Oh, man. Amy has an amazing voice, and I love yes. every time she sings. So. Thank so, you. And when I... It's very rare that I hear you sing nowadays. I know. I uh, Yeah. You know, things are going to happen. Okay, Cutting. <laughs> I'm going to make sure of it. Yeah. My comadre Amy is on my podcast today because I thought it'd be a good idea. I mean, if anybody knows, I mean, I don't know a lot more of a, like, who is the best person that is more paisa than me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I win the Paisa Award? What? <laughs> the look on Amy's face. No, you know, like, Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, the, sorry. The look on Amy's face, let me tell you guys. She thought that I was probably going to say something serious. Like. <laughs> you know, that gives me so much pride. Thank you, comadre. You're welcome. Sorry, I totally interrupted you, but thank you so much. You're welcome. It is an absolute blessing and privilege to be paisana. A hundred thousand percent. Yeah. Cien por ciento. I get it. Yes. <laughs> So I thought I was I, when I was thinking about like hey I asked my comadre I was like hey you want to do a podcast she's like yeah absolutely then I said what would be the like what do you want to talk about and she's like I'm an open book and I'm like well you're like more paisa than me so why don't like talk about growing up Hispanic yeah I love it and the struggles that we had to go through because I mean us as women is a whole different story yes and I don't even think there are struggles I just think they were different mm-hmm. you know like. We grew up different. Mm-hmm. And everybody does, you know, but like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so I was thinking about this. I don't know if we're okay to jump right in, but <laughs> I was thinking about this. I'm like, I'm like, I don't really feel like I was 
discriminated mm-hmm. for being Mexicana ever, hmm. if I can remember. Una, porque soy bien, este, siento que soy un poco ingenua. Mm-hmm. And I always try to look, look for the good in people, even when I was little. I would always excuse it. So, I don't know, I could have been discriminated, mm-hmm. pero yo ni en cuenta. Mm-hmm. You know, I just thought it was me, personal, like a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Porque era algo que yo hice mal, no por ser mexicana, sino por ser Amy, mm-hmm. you know? So, what I had a struggle with was a self, a sense of identity. Hmm. Porque a veces me sentí, I had a lot of white friends, mm-hmm. but I feel like I was too mexicana for my white friends. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you're not paisa enough for the No, paisas, exactly. And you're not white enough for the white friends, like yes. as you would say. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like that was my struggle. Mm-hmm. And like y también porque we were such a small knit community back then. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I was born. Hey. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um so we were Todos nos conocíamos, mm-hmm. basically. Or you knew of them. You had seen them, mm-hmm. right? And Pero it was still so predominantly white. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't know about... I didn't... I was never in, like, un bailable florcorico, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I'm sure, like, activities back then, but it's not the same as, like, getting it in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. I think I had a conversation um, not too long ago with somebody about because, I mean, where I where we live now, it is not very Hispanic cultured. And I've always said, I mean, I I, just a side note, I lived in Colorado and I lived in Denver Mm -hmm. and I've always said I want to go back because the culture in Colorado and where we live now in our small town of Washington, like there's. There's such a big dynamic, and I think it has. It is super important that if you're raising kids, that you're, that you are in an area where it's heavily Hispanic cultured. If you want them to get that culture, yes. yes, yes, yes. And when I was having this conversation with somebody, I think it was with like one of my friends. They're like, and I was telling them this. They're like, well, now that you say it that way, it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? Because I feel like when we, when we like when as we were growing up. Our parents, that's the only culture that they knew, mm-hmm. you know? So we got it from firsthand. Mm-hmm. But us, like, as moms now, like, we're Chicanas, you know? Exactly. We're Mexican-American. Mm-hmm. We have both cultures. Yeah. You know, and it's our responsibility to make sure that they grow up with the same culture that we grew up with. Because if they don't, they're never going to know that culture. Mm-hmm. So it is super important to me that I I engrave that into my kids, mm-hmm. like childhood and upbringing because that's that's what they're gonna remember yeah and i kind of got like a mixture like as in like pues mi mamá trabajaba mm-hmm. right mi papá trabajaba un chingo you mm-hmm. know like like barely had time to like yo siempre andaba con una tía con una amiga y like you know siempre me cuidaban después de la escuela so no tuvieron todo el tiempo para enseñarme Mm-hmm. Todo lo que es México, or like, because, like, por ejemplo, um, yo nunca, eh, a lo mejor porque a mí yo siempre me encantaba bailar. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like, rompía pista desde chiquita, you know? Like, me valía. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo sentía, y no me, no me importaba qué música. Anyway. Que so, te ponga una cumbia, yeah, en la cumbia yeah, de Caballo dorado, like, 
medic, whatever. Freaking like happy birthday. Like I'd be like, you know, <laughs> breaking it down. Anyways, so like I feel like I didn't get and this is not to blame my mom at all at all. I mm-hmm. respect my mother a hundred thousand percent. My dad a hundred thousand percent. I'm super grateful for whatever they did for me. And I'm sure they, you know, did their own. They did a lot of sacrificing for us. But it's like a mixture like you get, you know, a mixture of like white culture and then you get the Mexican culture. Porque yo no, yo siento que a mí me falta, a mí me hubiera querido, me, me hubiera mucho gustado como que la, um, ¿cómo se llaman? En el tiempo de, en diciembre, las posadas. Oh, yeah. You know, I got it one time when I went to Michoacán and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it was like a glimpse, you know, like a, when I was already like maybe 10, 11 years old. Y sabes que de las posadas, mm-hmm. yo no aprendí de eso de las posadas hasta que tuve un novio que que se crió en Michoacán. Yeah, ex- same. Y yo no sabía de eso de las posadas. Y cuando me estaban platicando de las posadas, I'm like, ¿qué? Mm-hmm. What? What the hell? What are you talking about? Like, eso existía en nuestra cultura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, no era ya de grande. Y yo ya tenía como 19 años. Yeah. Yeah. Por muchas cosas, like, como la panela, like, I don't know what that was, you know? Like, mucha, hasta comida, chicharrón, like, mm-hmm. um, cueritos. Like, yo nunca probé nada de eso hasta que... Mi esposo es de Jalisco, you know, so like... But it goes back to the environment that we were yes, growing up in. Yes, we're and it wasn't anybody's... Heavy, yeah. Heavy, Hispanic-cultured city, mm-hmm. you know? But let me tell you, hay muchísima más gente latina ahorita than there was. Hey. Shout out. Yes. Hey, viva la raza. Yeah, we're taking over, guys. Take <laughs> I over. Know. I know. As much as our town is growing, mm-hmm. yes, the population in Los Hispanos have gone up so good. And it's not just like Mexicanos. It's like the, um, I've known people from like Honduras, from like um, hay gente de aquí de, Guatemala. Y de from, Puerto Rico también hay yes, gente de Yes, Colombia. I've met a Colombiana. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I love it. I live for the the enriquecer nuestra cultura, and that whether that be like Mexicana or the otra. You know, I love learning about cultures. I love I love that, and I love to be able to expose that to expose my kids to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because es que la cultura mexicana. I don't know about you, but like, have you been to Mexico? Yeah. Like es otro pero, rollo. Pero para decirte la verdad, no ayuda a México como para para convivir en la cultura mexicana. Ha ido a México para convivir con mi familia. Mm. And that's like something on... Y ya de grande yo quiero ir. Yeah. You know, yo quiero ir a Jalisco. Tengo un chingo de ganas de ir a Jalisco. Yeah, let's go, dude. I'm down. I'm fucking dude. down. Jalisco? Okay. When, when are we getting on okay. a flight? Mañana? Hey, hey. vámonos. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get somebody to watch my kids. <laughs> Priorities, no. my life. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, no, yo, okay, so cuando íbamos, las, yo creo que fui unas dos, tres veces before marriage, you mm-hmm. know, uh, con mi familia. Pero siempre era Michoacán, al rancho, like, mm-hmm. diez casas. Y, sí, y, 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 y así me encantaba, mm-hmm. you know, porque era libre, like, la, la gente, es totally different. Pero ya yendo a, ya cuando me casé. Y las veces que he ido a Jalisco, y es porque es más 
a lo mejor porque es más pueblo. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's more people, mm -hmm. I guess. Pero uno, todo está cerca, la comida, la, el ambiente, like, y, y estás escuchando la banda, y luego, mm -hmm. ten seconds later, el, el, el timbre de la misa, y no, like. <laughs> Pero, comadre, deja preguntarte algo. Yeah. Mi compadre fue nacido, mira, just a side note, okay? Yeah. Just let me, let me just backtrack for a second, because Amy just went hard on me right now. <laughs> let me let me just give you guys a little bit of an insight. Amy and I nos llevamos conociéndonos like at least all my life. Look, you know, maybe more like desde que me casé más o menos, ¿no? Neta, I've known you. Mira, voy a cumplir ya 30. No, this is the Selena contest. Yes, yes that's I what I'm was, saying. Like, yo, was, te, yo, te, yo estaba chiquita. Yo yes. tenía como 8 años, 7 años, algo really? así. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. girl. Yes. Dang. Yes, so, mira, voy a cumplir 30. Llevo más o menos ya como 20 años conociéndote. Damn. Aguantándome. She's one of the OGs, guys. When I tell you guys that I have... A circle of friends that are I consider my OGs. Amy's one of them. They're wow. like my 10, 15 plus year friends. And wow. they're and honestly, like yo soy I'm the youngest of my friends. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are a couple years older, five years older than me. And I just have grown up with, you know, hanging out with older people. I do have friends my age, but not as much as mm -hmm. I should, mm -hmm. you know. But yeah, but like I was saying, yo y Amy nos llevamos conociéndonos como like 20 años. And that's an absolute blessing to have a friend that long because it's hard to find good friends nowadays, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yo conocí a Amy because her and what something that her and I have in common is we both sing. Mm -hmm. So I know if you guys didn't know, now you know. Yeah, get it. <laughs> now you know. Catch me in Las Borracheras cantando <laughs> rancheras. <laughs> rancheras. Oh my gosh. I arriba not, Chihuahua. Arriba, arriba Chihuahua. Namikipa Chihuahua, cabrones. <laughs> Love it. Uh, dude, if it's one thing that I get shit on, it's my fucking accent. Okay? I just, like, I people tell me all the time, like, you have a little bit of an accent when you speak English. And I'm like, over here, like, all fendida. Like, no, I don't. I've worked years yeah, perfecting me? that yes. shit. Yes. I'm like, where? <laughs> but I guess I do. I feel like um, that we, como una de persona, we don't realize that we do have a little bit of an accent. Mm -hmm. And honestly, ever at first, me molestaba. Pero ahora I'm like, and? Soy hispana. Yeah. You know, but a lot of my friends... You know, back to what I was saying. A lot of my friends make fun of me because yo tengo un acento de Chihuahua. Y me dicen, chingado. I'm just like, I just look at them. I'm like, you're just jealous because you don't have a beautiful accent. Like I, I am really jealous, actually. Because <laughs> you're like, arriba Chihuahua. And I'm like, um, ¿Quién me cae bien hoy? Los de Jalisco, los de Michoacán. <laughs> No, pero true I, statement because my dad's from Michoacan, my mom's from Jalisco, and now my husband's from Jalisco. So it's like oh, so and I'm you, my daddy's girl, so I don't know. You default? Well, you 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 married now, home girl. You got to default no, by no, what no, you're. No. There's no your default. Husband. There's no default. Okay. <laughs> See, that's the beauty of living here. You know, being born here. Puedo She's decir, like, you got choices. Depende depende de qué día me agarren. <laughs> 
Anyways, anyways, back side. We, back we to just, back to telling back. beautiful things about me. I, <laughs> I love it. I live for it. Yes. <laughs> what I was saying was, um, yo y menos llevamos conociendo mucho tiempo, and so what I was trying to say was like, when you got married, do you think that that had to do a lot with the person that you married? Because isn't my compadre like fue criado en en México? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So like. It goes back to, like, si tuvieras casado con alguien que es chicano, que, estaba na- que es nacido aquí, mm-hmm. like, I feel like the the culture, like, you growing up with the culture or you mm-hmm. knowing the culture would have been different in your marriage. I think my compadre okay. has to do a lot with, like, culture. It does. It does. But let me tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. 100%, like, facts. This is this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. But side note, shout out to my compadre. Yeah, hey. Te amo chiquitito. Que viva el amor. Ay, Dios. Can I just say, okay. Sorry. Yo, my mom one time told me, okay, Amy, how are you supposed to, because I wanted a boyfriend, right? Well, it was mm-hmm. probably like 16, 17. And she was like, Amy. ¿Cómo vas a tener un novio si ni sabes ni qué quieres en un novio? You know? Mm-hmm. Un novio es cuando ya te quieres casar, para el padre de tus hijos. You know, you have to think about what you want. And she's like, write a list. This girl wrote a list. <laughs> okay? If you know Amy, list for everything. Todo, para todo. Do I listen to them? Probably not. <laughs> Do I remember where I put them? Probably not. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a sense of, like, security, like accomplishment mm-hmm. at least i did the list you know so i know she came to this podcast with the list i did i did <laughs> my coma was like i'm prepared i'm like shit i gotta get my <laughs> shit together get my thoughts in order man <laughs> let's get this right <laughs> sorry so you made your list okay so i made my list mm-hmm. on that list was que tenía que saber bailar banda specifically and any type of music mm-hmm. but banda was like number one Mm-hmm. And he had to be able to laugh. I'm not like, if he met those qualities and he was Chinese, I'd be down, mm-hmm. you know? Pero pues me tocó suerte, me tocó la bendición de conocer a mi esposo. And he just checked off all that bendición, list. Compadre, bendición, compadre. Te está haciendo porras desde acá, eh? Yeah. <laughs> de verdad, mi amor. <laughs> De verdad, chiquito, yo fui muy bendecida en conocerte. <laughs> no, but for real, like, those are the things I wanted in my in my marriage, you know? Uh-huh. I wanted somebody that was going to be able to bailar banda. Y, y no nomás, like, un, dos, tres, you know, like, que me sangoloteé, you know, like. Que te sepa quebrar. Yes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and he did. He met mm. those qualities. and Nice. You know, I feel like. We were just meant for each other. Mm-hmm. Anyway, side note, completely different topic. But, like, yo, I don't know what it is about Mexico, dude. Or, like, la música, el ambiente. I honestly feel like cuando estoy en ese ambiente, I'm a different person. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like I'm high. Like, it's a different yeah. vibe. It's like, it, you, it makes me feel so alive. Like, escuchar una banda en vivo, mm-hmm. like, el tamborazo, like, it doesn't even have to be like fancy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like it's in it's in our blood. We just feel it. Aunque hagamos nacido aquí, it's in our blood. 
you know, mm-hmm. especially for me personally, a lot of it is from my dad. Parcita la, mer- la mera verdad, I've always said que la cultura hispana es la más bonita, güey. Neta. Pues la que conocemos, güey. No. Mm, okay, yeah. I could be biased because I'm hispana. I'm yeah. Mexican, you know. Pero, but it is, it is a very beautiful culture. Pero hay otra gente que dicen lo sí, mismo. Yeah. Y no es nomás la cultura, te digo, es, es el... Es el ambiente, vas a, a México y todos, hey, ¿cómo estás? Saludos. Like, even though, like, the towns are growing, they still have that small town vibe, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what I love about the culture. Yo me quiero retirar en México. Neta, yo también. Y vamos a hacer casa ahí next door. Todo. Door to door. Todo. Neighbor. Neighbors. Yep. yep. I'm down. Dude. I'm down, buy, I'm down to buy land let mañana. Me, dude, let me just say, yo consideré, aún lo considero, Irme para México a criar ahí a mis hijos. Facts. Facts. Porque. Qué feo el mundo, ¿verdad, comadre? Eso es, ya. Yo le tengo, yo tengo mucho miedo por el, por esta generación. Me da mucha tristeza por esta generación. Pero tengo mucha esperanza, mucha fe. De que, de que no vaya a ser como yo pienso. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want the ugly to overpower. I want to send positive vibes. Pero sí me da miedo porque... Si sí, yo, I feel like I had a struggle growing up. I can't even imagine this generation, you know? Mm-hmm. And dealing with everything. And it's like, it's really hard, kind of going back to that self, that sense of identity. It's really hard to combine culture sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially la, 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 la americana y la mexicana, or like, you know, Latina. Mm-hmm. Latinos are like very proud, very... Um, I don't know. I had very strict parents. No te rajes, you know, like, sigue adelante, puro pa'lante, you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, I was talking to my, to my husband one time and I was like, you know, you know, I would get really upset when my, you know, we had like assemblies and stuff. My parents couldn't go because they were working. Mm-hmm. He's like, really? He's like, that is, that's no big deal. He's like, my parents never really went to my stuff. And it was just a thing. Like, I would go play soccer, and, like, and we were on a team and everything, and he's like, nope, nope, but no parent would ever go. Mm-hmm. It was like a kid thing. And I was like, oh. But I think back in the day, um, a lot of them didn't go, and I think now they, they do. But but see, this this was the thing, though. Como yo tenía amigas mm-hmm. que sí iban sus papás. Pero were they white? Yeah, mm-hmm. but you see what I mean? Like... It's combining the cultures. Like, you don't know cultures. Like, you think when you're little, you don't know the difference. Yeah. You know, you don't, you can't tell. You just think it's, well, and me personally, I just thought it was me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's wrong with me? Um, but it was a mixture of, of those cultures. Like, y ellos te quieren criar como en México, you know? But, and I think that's, uh, I think that's, what, I was actually thinking about this, like, when I was on, on my way over here. I think that's a lot of struggle that par- parents have with teenagers these days. Like, criarlos como en México, mm-hmm. aquí en los Estados Unidos, when there's so much out- not outside noise, so much other influences, that mm-hmm. it's real hard. Because la mayoría no lo están criando así. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Como, y they're doing a lot better than what they were taught. Mm-hmm. You know? But, I don't know. But it's maybe because they weren't self self aware. Our parents didn't know much of like how ugly the outside world can get. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? 
I feel like we're so honestly, mira, I'm gonna be real honest. Yeah. I feel like our, our parents were really strict on us and we would um question their authority a lot of the time because like los bailes ya ahorita hoy en día like una quinceañera or una boda ya no son iguales. You don't think so? Well, I haven't gone to one, so I don't know. No. I haven't gone to one in a long time. Yeah, nosotros fuimos a uno, like, maybe Enrique was, like, three or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that. And, uh... Oh, tú dices en, la, en el aspecto de, del alcohol. No, del ambiente. Oh. Yeah. It's not the same? It's not the same. Like, it was better back then? Yeah. It's because that's what we were partying. <laughs> <laughs> it was better because back in the day, hubo una quinceañera aquí y iban todos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, de todas las edades. Y ahorita hay una quinceañera y van, like, people that are, I don't know, van, like, they're, they're no, I know hay mucha gente. Oh. Like, yeah, like, no se usa eso, like, oh, vamos a listarnos este fin de semana, escuchamos que hay una quinceañera. Yeah. Ya no se usa eso. But you know what it is, too? Mm. Um, yo tam- creo que es porque pues todos nos conocíamos we knew of each other you know what I mean and like como yo conocía mucha gente like muchos um, uh, like gente de mi edad mm-hmm. through other schools yo no really yo no oh I did mm-hmm. I know from people from Linden from Squalicum from Baker like I knew what was up like <laughs> I made sure <laughs> as más bien me decían la gente me decían la gente I didn't even know that you lived here all your life because mm-hmm. nunca te habíamos visto oh because of the because of where I lived yeah it mm-hmm. was so where I lived is like more secluded and more like heavy like quote unquote white populated mm-hmm. so like I said the the Hispanic culture of where I lived wasn't heavy so I didn't know about bailes and stuff until after my quinceanera. And shout mm. out to Mayra, my best friend from years. She lived down the road from me. And because of her, I started mm. knowing a bunch of people. Got it. The stories I could tell <laughs> of me and Mayra. Y las pendejadas que decíamos. I love you, Mayra. <laughs> uh, prime is... Viví yo mi vida hispana después de mi quinceañera. Before that, I was real preppy. Real, like, these que tú tú tenía, like, you know, novios. Mm -hmm. They're all football players. Mm, Okay. Perdón. Real real preppy. Okay. Get it. Class treasury. Okay. Perdón. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but oh yeah and what about the stigma about growing up and uh like with brothers how was that in oh. hispanic culture in the hispanic culture i don't know but in my household yeah like how was that growing up okay i had two phases with my brothers <laughs> okay there was that i can remember well, first off first off you're like one of how many i'm one of three okay the youngest and the only girl mm-hmm. so Nunca me pegaron, mm-hmm. but it was like, you're stupid. You should never been born. Yeah, I'm saying it. Yeah, brothers, you guys were mean to me, okay? <laughs> and I was like always looking for their like acceptance. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Um, and then we had another phase mm-hmm. where we got along. That was after my quinceañera. But it's, it was because you guys were older, though. Yeah, but then like we would party together. So like... <laughs> I mean, let's me just clear my older brother. Me and my older brother. Let's just clear the air right now. I mean, do your parents know that? Because they're going to listen to this and be like, it's too cabrones. But yo digo by party, I mean like, 
Ir a bailar. Ah, okay. That was my party. Mm-hmm. I got drunk. My parents know. They know about that. <laughs> yeah, well, like now, do, that I, do, now that I'm thinking about we it. We all do stupid stuff. You yeah. Know? You know? Pero, yeah, like, ya después nos íbamos a bailar. Like, he would pick up all my friends and, like, oh, that's badass. my oldest brother is a saint. Like, he was super sweet to me after. Mm-hmm. He even gave me my first car. It was oh. a nice car. Oh. Yeah. Chevy Impala. That is, that's so dates Like, I know. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> because, mira, the, the whole reason I say is because you were older mm-hmm. is because um, I am one of five, six, five, five or six. I can't remember. So I have two brothers, mm-hmm. three sisters. So five. I was... No, one of six. Yo, mensa, yo, me counting me, you know. Okay, anyways, so I was one of six. Pero I grew up with my sisters. My two older brothers are really, like, older than I am. They're, like, 15 years older maybe than I oh, am. Wow. Or 10 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. So How did I not know that you had brothers? Yes. Comadre, are you serious? No, I didn't know. Yes. Comadre. Uh, yeah. We'll need to have a talk after this Sorry. podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Pero, <laughs> pero I didn't get I didn't I didn't get to grow up with my brothers. Mm. So I grew up I pretty much grew up with my sisters. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, when we were young, nos agarrábamos a chingazos. Dude, I vividly remember my twin sister Rosie freaking <laughs> she didn't like I'm gonna expose you real quick, okay, twin sister. So she didn't like sleeping by herself. Mm-hmm. And so yo cuando me enojaba, amenazaba y le decía I'm going to go sleep in the sala by myself. And she'd be like, no, Karina, no. And she'd piss me off because I was trying to sleep. Yeah. She'd piss me off so much that I would have my pinche cobica and I would dormir in the sala. Yeah. And esta venía y me pegaba y me jalaba las greñas because I... She wasn't I, even nice to you. I'd be like, girl, what do you need? Do you need some cereal? Do you need some, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, duvalin? Mm-hmm, let me, like, mm-hmm, let me find the mm-hmm, stash for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. My twin sister saw red. Cosa seria. <laughs> she, she saw red and was like, "The way got cabrona." Like, pero like just to bug me, like to try to come. Like she, I think in her head maybe she thought like, if I bug her enough, she'll come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yo, I'm like I said, you guys, I'm fucking stubborn as fuck, and so like yo me amasaba que no me iba a regresar al cuarto, y pobrecita ella uh, regresaba a grabar una cobija y se dormía en el otro sofá. Pobrecita, después de darte una chinga. Yeah. <laughs> Pero yo la pobrecita. No te quedas, Rosie. I love you. You're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So like, Oh, I didn't experience that. Yeah, when we were younger. But it was good. You were the only girl yeah. in your family. Yeah. You go, I feel like growing up con mujeres, oh my gosh, bless my dad's heart. Yes. And my cuñado's heart, because at some point, like, he lived with, mm-hmm. like, all of mm-hmm. us at some mm-hmm. point. And... <laughs> De chiquitas estábamos peor Y de grandes como que si agarramos la onda hey. Pero de grandes still, you, you Pero la, de grandes cuando nos peleábamos It was like we would yell at each other Oh, okay Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was probably worse when we were growing up But I think we got more along as we, as we got older That's what I'm saying mm. Like going back to what you were saying Like your brother was nice to you after yeah, yeah. quinceañera Yeah I had to do That had to like 100% had to do because you were getting older. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, the niña chiquita, like 
you them like wanting to play or whatever and like them probably thinking like oh my sister amy has to come along like i know she's like younger than i am like she's being a hassle or whatever and like, you know, you know what the thought. real sad thing is mm. que uno de chiquitos los ve como ídolos like yeah como, oh i wish they would let me go play with them mm-hmm. and like yo it like i would fake that i like cars or fake that i like whatever because i was like i just want to play with you guys because i hate i hated playing by myself Aww. i hated it i'm gonna cry <laughs> i'm crying <okay. laughs> no but I, and i think i don't know if that's partly why like i feel like i'm outgoing mm-hmm. in certain situations but i don't I feel like I have a really hard time connecting with other women. But it maybe it's because you were like raised 100%, with men. Like a hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. You know, I always though. I put up that wall. You love me though. I do <laughs> a thousand percent. But you know what I'm you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. But honestly, it is hard to trust women. Yeah. I don't know. And that's coming from a woman. And you know what? It's hard. You know what's hard mm. is I have a really hard time connecting with people who can't be vulnerable. Who can't really say how they feel mm. when I like I don't know if it's just me and I'm crazy y siento cosas, mm-hmm. but I'm just like I feel like you're not really letting me in mm-hmm. like you're not telling me and this is how we can relate you're born in September no yes what's your sign Virgo okay I really know Virgo I don't really aren't they emotional uh, we're super passionate yeah yes emotional and passionate no Very, yep. so that makes sense yes yeah, so even Me. with my husband, like too, cuando, um, when we couldn't, when he wasn't being vulnerable with me, mm-hmm. I had a really hard time. Mm. Until now, like we're bare, like he's able to express himself and say, "Sabes que no me gustó que me hiciste esto," mm-hmm. o "Sabes que este no me ando sintiendo bien, ando mm-hmm. de malas," you know, like those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. that's how I feel like I can relate. And you know why it is? Because then I don't feel like I'm crazy. Because otherwise, overthinkers. I f- yes, mm-hmm. yes. I feel like, como digo, es que yo siento eso. ¿Cómo no vas? A est-? Like, yo le digo, estás bien. No, no. Digo, estás bien. He says, sí, estoy bien. I'm like, but I feel your vibe. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel it. And si me dice, no, de verdad, estoy bien. I'm like, I feel like I'm going nuts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Until he acknowledges, he's like, you know, it's just like a little thing. Pues no sé, es que me está molestando esto, and I'm like, okay. That I, I'm not, my feelings are not like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Pero es que es my compadre. He's born in May too, and he's a Taurus. And we're just as prideful. Yep. But he's doing Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Man. But it's one of those things that I love about him too, because he's neta the glue that has kept our family together. Oh my heart. Hey guys, side note. I, when I have this idea of marriage... I there's two couples that come into my head that I idolize not idolize but like idolize their marriage you know and Amy my compadre are one of them that is why my comadre and my compadres are my comadre and my compadre okay because and my the other couple is my nina and my nino and they're Mm -hmm. they're my tia and my tio Mm -hmm. um because I just feel like you guys do such a well job not like keeping things personal, but like working through things. Yes, that's I think that's the key in the marriage. And sometimes I feel like like we're just gonna take a really quick side note, but marriage to me, toda la vida. Yes. I understand that things happen. Mm-hmm. I understand that 
there's situations that you there you need to get out of and stuff. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I absolutely 100% understand that. Yo cuando case, yo me quiero casar para toda la vida. Okay, you ain't getting rid of me, bitch. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like you ain't mm-hmm. getting rid of me. And it's just like that's a part of marriage. Like you're supposed to work through things. You're mm-hmm. nothing's going to be at 100% all the fucking time ever. But that's why marriage is marriage. Yeah. You know, it's like think about it. You're Bringing two different, completely pe- different people. You were you weren't born with them. You weren't raised with them. Mm-hmm. You're combining a household together, and you tienes que acostumbrarte a ellos y ellos tienen que acostumbrarte a ti. So, like, of course you're gonna have differences, and that's a painful process. Let me yes, tell you, it's a part of life, though. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes marriage is undermined nowadays, like in a sense where. A lot of people, I want to say that, take the easy way out and are, are like, well, I'm going to quit. Mm-hmm. We're just going to get divorced. And it a takes lot of, a lot. It takes yeah. a lot. It takes a lot of effort. Yeah. And I, to me, idolize, not idolize, but like admire the marriages that you hear of our older, you know, people that we are around with, you know, ya que tienen edad. Oh, mi esposo y yo tenemos 40 y algo años juntos. Wow. Like imagine all the struggles that they've gone through. Yeah. And have surpassed and worked on to get to that point. And they still look happy. Yes. That's the most important part. Yes. Because there is there is marriages that you see that they're together for a long time and you can see that they're not happy. Yeah. But when they're when it's a couple and years down the road and they're like, Oh, tenemos cuarenta y algo años juntos and they're happy mm-hmm. y se ven como like they look at each other like they did of like se ven como novios, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's something like beautiful to witness. I highly, highly, highly encourage my listeners to find una pareja that they can admire or find or find a, a love so pure that you could witness it. Mm. Because neta, neta, it is, I think it's really important to have. It's a very, it's a, you're, I feel very blessed to have found my soulmate. My you person, blessed. super blessed. Like it goes back. Mira, y algo, you know how going back to what you were saying earlier, how you made a list, how your yes. mom told you to mm-hmm. make the list. Mm-hmm. My comadre one day told me. Yes, she said, Karina, you need to know what your negotiables are. Yes, and, and your non-negotiables. Your non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. And that, I kid you not, has stuck with me since then. Really. That is something that I have in the back of my head all mm-hmm. the time. I mm-hmm. hear you saying that, Karina, what's your negotiables and what's your non-negotiables? Yeah. And that's probably like the best piece of advice that I could ever have heard ever in my life. Wow. Because you can applicate that in so to many anything. aspects of mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you heard it here. Yeah. And, and that can be like, I cannot. And it's things that you you just can't push through. Mm-hmm. You can't. You like, sometimes nos hacemos que... Pues damos excusas, los, los justificamos. Cuando en realidad sabes que, you know what? It bothers you. It bothers you so much. And mm-hmm. it just changes like your whole aura mm-hmm. when these things happen. Because if you think about it, if you're willing to negotiate, mira, por ejemplo, mm-hmm. un, un ejemplo, if you're willing to negotiate a piece of your happiness, what else are you willing to keep mm-hmm. negotiating that yep. is part of your happiness? Yeah. And eventually, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, ¿Quién soy? Yeah. ¿Quién es esa yes. persona? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you start, like, resentment. Mm-hmm. Like, you start, I don't know. I've experienced it, you know? Like, I've I've 
um, accepted certain things that I shouldn't have. But now I, I backtracked and I was like, you know what? And I, and I, we've gone through this in our marriage. I'm like, you know what? This happened and I shouldn't have accepted it. But mm-hmm. this, I'm, I, I can't accept it any longer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm telling you. And I think communication is also a big thing. You have to be able to communicate to that person. And even if they feel bad in that moment, mm-hmm. because talking about stuff is very uncomfortable. It is. It should be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You should be able to have uncomfortable conversations. Yes, because if you can't have uncomfortable conversations with them, like... What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't grow. And I think that's part of mm-hmm. life is you have to be able to grow. Yeah, you got to find someone that you you can grow with. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I admire you guys' love so much. Wow, thank you so much. I mean, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, let's not cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Amy and I always have these like emotional ass like deep conversations every time we see each other and that's why I love you so much because you're able to get vulnerable with me you know what I mean we're able to get to that level I feel that that's where connection as a human comes when you're able to get vulnerable and being vulnerable can be very uncomfortable if you're not used to it mm-hmm. but it's kind of like I feel like anything is like a muscle you just got to practice it Mm-hmm. At first, it's super uncomfortable. You hate it. Like, hasta te sientes como... Uh, like, un peso en el pecho. Like, like flutters. You're overthinking. Pero ya después, like, you practice it more and, and you're okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know? That speaks volumes about... Volumes. About who you are. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm really working on myself. Yes. I'm, I'm trying. Of you, comadre. Because, like... Probably in a whole nother... Tangent. Topic. Like, yes... <laughs> <laughs> this podcast no. is gonna be all over the place. Hey, luego, a mí me vale madre. <laughs> me vale madre. Hey, si tú ya no me quieres. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that this podcast is comadreando con mi comadre. Yes, because we haven't comadreado in a while. I know. We had to like set a time. <laughs> but it's more for us and it is for you guys. It's, it's, a, it's a vent session. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> No, but I love it. I love, see, I made it like a thing. Like in this year, I was like, I want to be able to meet people. I don't have to build a relationship necessarily, you know, like, because I get really distracted all the time and it's really hard for me to like get out of that Mm -hmm. unless I set a time and be like, we're doing this, we're hanging out, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's still, it's so hard for me to get away from like my routine. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I, I really wanted to connect with people to meet people to hear their story like that to me is so fascinating i love especially like hablando con los like ya mayores Mm -hmm. i love asking them questions about like how they grew up um como fue like la música en ese entonces like ser niño como fue que jugaban like Mm -hmm. i love all that y sabes que como piggybacking on that Mm -hmm. i've always wanted to do like a like a video of like mi abuelita, mm. mis abuelitos, because no solamente viven mis abuelitas, ya no viven mis abuelitos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just to have like that memory of like what they've gone through yes. and things like that, and like how it was for them growing up and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like it's something so precious that you could have forever. Yeah, I highly recommend you guys to spend time with their abuelitos because they are on sacred time. Neta, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. neta. Um, I just came back from visiting my abuelita and she's, gracias a Dios, she is going to be 90 this wow. next year. That's great. Yeah. Shout and out it's to a blessing. La Mera Mera. Yeah. And it's a blessing to be able to connect with your grandparents because some grandparents, 
it's not that they don't want to, they don't know how. Yes, because they weren't brought up like that. Mm-mm. Y sabes que algo me dijo mi mamá, because I was having like a conversation with my abuelita and my mom like was having the conversation with us. And algo que me dijo mi mamá era que my abuelita batallaba mucho para enseñar amor. Mm-hmm. And she said that my mom, my mom suffered from that. And she took that so much to heart that she made it an absolute mission not to do that for to her children. But and you know what? Kind of piggyback on that. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's parte, yo creo, de de lo bonito. Cuando tú ves lo positivo en tu vida, mm-hmm. puedes aprender. Mm-hmm. Como por ejemplo, um, yo siento que el regalo más grande que mi mamá me dio a mí mm-hmm. fue that she survived, period. Mm-hmm. Because she taught me the importance of connecting with your children. Mm-hmm. Like, there was little glimpses of it that I got throughout mm-hmm. my childhood because she was always on the go, mm-hmm. always working. Like, I'm talking, I can't even imagine all the things that she went through. Mm-hmm. Pero, ella, como, she gave me better than what she was given. Exactly. And it's like, how do you, like, ella no sabía de amor y me lo pudo dar. Yeah, and she taught herself. Yeah. ¿Y sabes qué? I think she taught herself by giving her children what she wished she had. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. she did that, she taught you guys love. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think that's the same thing that happened with my mom. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the things that she wanted from my abuelita, she gave to us. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This podcast is going to come out after Mother's Day. So this is great that we're talking about our moms. Yeah. But yeah. I am forever grateful for moms. Yes. Because I feel like as a mom, you have to be able to change kind of like that stigma. Mm-hmm. Like if you, there was something that you were growing up with as you were a child that your parents did to you, you absolutely have to think in that positive light to be like, I don't want that to reflect on my kid. Yeah. You know? And you know what? Like, it gets me so emotional thinking about it because mm-hmm. now that I'm a mom, like, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what my mom went through. Mm-hmm. But the biggest gift that my mom did for me was she survived so that I could live. Mm-hmm. Like, and really live. Like, really enjoy life. Because she, like, I didn't know we were poor. I didn't, like, she would make going to the secondhand store fun. Mm-hmm. She would make it a challenge, like, um... Hey, you have you have five dollars. Find a five something that's five dollars, you know. And and I would look like, oh my god, I found this purse. Like, oh my god, it's only five dollars, you know. Mm-hmm. Or like, como cosas así. Like, she that was her way of surviving, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest gift she can give me because now I don't have to survive. Mm-hmm. Now I can live, and that's something um, when a lot of people don't think about growing up Hispanic that people don't think about the struggles that our parents and the sacrifices that our parents went yeah, through. Yeah. Leaving a whole ass country, mm-hmm. algo que están acostumbrados siempre, mm-hmm. you know, and building a life that, bu- building the American dream. Yeah. You know, building a life period. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of people say like a lot of people that don't know, you know, have not gone through that struggle or whatever. Like they ask a lot of the time, like what is the American dream? Dude, let me tell you guys, the American dream is surviving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's have it's not having to worry about what are you gonna give your kids to eat that day, mm-hmm. that in that next meal even. Mm-hmm. And I, I, a lot of the time, my parents did a really good job disguising that. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my mom too. Like yo no sé cómo le hacía mi mamá, 
pero sacaba latas o sacaba desmadre y medio and she would make like a meal like hearty meal mm -hmm. out of nothing mm -hmm. that I was like how the hell and I was like ma que le echaste no me conoce <laughs> <laughs> My mom, when she makes ceviche, that's her exact answer. Yeah. No, but le che chuchería y medio. Okay, man. And I'm over here trying yeah, to try learn. To it, trying to write it down and shit. So is that like, you think like half a teaspoon? Or like, Have you seen like TikToks and stuff and or YouTube videos on the, their paisanos cocinando? Mm -hmm. Y siempre dicen, nunca falla que dicen. No sé la medida, nomás la, la tanteo. Eh, al tanteo. Al tanteo. Ahí lo siento en la mano. Yeah. Hey. That's how la, la, that's how la raza cooks. Yeah. Honestly. So, if you guys are going to ask for me a recipe or Amy or anyone that's paisa, they're not going to give you un freaking one tablespoon of salt. <laughs> no, and you know what's so funny? Cuando le pregunté a mamá, hey, mamá, me quiero que me enseñes, you know, hacer, you know, es tal, tal cosa. Because my mom, you know, your mom's cooking is like, The top best. tier. You top know, tier. like, yo no sé el sazón desde chiquita. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Pero siempre la, el sazón de, de la madre de uno is just the best, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, mom, I need to know how you make this, right? Mm -hmm. This is with anything, period. She forgets stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, like, literally, las tortillas, agua y harina. How it tastes different <laughs> from when I make them. Como las de estas saladitas, like, I don't know what the Is hell. It I don't know. It has to do, you know how they say that, like, a sandwich que te hacen en Subway tastes, tastes different than when you make it at home? Yes. 100% agree. Cuando hacían sandwiches, tus, tus papás. No, for, dude. For ¿sabes, ¿Sabes qué nos hacían? Yeah. They, okay, so my parents would work in, in Los Files, right? Oh, okay. I'm a, you know, came, came up from the, shout out to Los Files that, you know. We're able to provide. My parents were able to provide from the from the fields, mm -hmm. but anyhow, hasta hasta este día se me hace tan más sabroso una tortilla de harina mm -hmm. con frijoles machucados mm -hmm. y fríos. They're or, not even warm. They're like had... barely like because you know you wrap them in a ropel, you know, and yeah. you stick them in your cooler. Yeah. Pero that temperature, it's like it's not quite cold. Y sabes que porque sudan. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's the key ingredient. Oh. Now we're hungry, guys. It is like noon and we have an A and we're fucking hungry. And no. I'm on a freaking diet. Fuck. <laughs> no, sabes que the comida que me decía mi mamá, like, que nos empacaban para lunch. Yeah. It really was top tier. Have you had tortillas con a, tortillas harina de, con mantequilla? Fresh out of the comal. Now you're just talking dirty to me. Come on, you're talking <laughs> dirty. Se me hizo la boca, Oh, like. God. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, I, like, our parents did so much, like, growing up, you know, Hispanics, or just, like, growing up in America. Yeah. That is not, an, uh, does not be an American, you know, quote, unquote, white culture, you mm -hmm. know, bringing your culture to America, growing up in in that culture and like struggling to live quote unquote the American dream, which is AK surviving. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is mind blowing. Not a lot of people know that struggle. No. And it's, it's a, it humbles you for fucking sure. And you know what? I am. I think now that I became a mom, I'm able to see it better, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm like, damn my, like this, like little things that I've had to go through. Mm hmm. Are like nothing compared to what my parents went mm -hmm. through, and even then they were so painful that mm -hmm. I can't even imagine how painful it was for my mom. Y sabes que 
cuando estábamos chiquitos y nos decían, like, no, o a Lisa a mí me decían a mí, like, no, Karina, you, you, can't, you can't go to this baile, or you can't go, you know, tal y tal horas, estar de la madrugada, or whatever. Like, they were really telling, telling us for a fucking reason. No, pero no me decían a lo mejor eso. Sí me decían a veces cuando mm -hmm. llegaba muy tarde, pero eso era de, ya de más grande, porque yo siempre iba con mis papás al baile, porque te digo, mi papá, mi papá era bien bailador. Uh -huh. So, de eso me nació a mí, I, I feel like. Mi mamá también le seguía el rollo, ¿no? No se le rajaba, y you no know? uh -huh. hasta con los tacones and everything, because mama was short, you know? I know. Con los tacones, ahí daba todo, este, a todo lo que daba, you know? But uh -huh. um, they would tell me I couldn't do certain things. It was like, en la manera que me vestía. Uh -huh. was, that was a big thing. Like, me tenía que vestir decente. Um, en los bailes, dice, si tú vas a ir a un baile y te saca un muchacho a bailar, tienes que bailar con él. A freaking men yes. have you okay hold just, on okay hold on disclaimer though no podían estar borrachos oh. ni like ni faltarte el respeto el momento que te falten el respeto a dar you know mucha la chingada yeah, dice aunque sea una pieza aunque sea una canción bailale mm -hmm. y le dices y le dices gracias mm -hmm. pero si tú vas a bailar y si vas a saltar a uno vas a estar los que te los que te saquen amen pero también sabes you know what because it, it's different in Mexico en México, like, si, si una está baile y baile con uno, con muchos, like, la juzgan. So it's completely different. Weird. Yes. ¿Por qué? ¿Sabes por qué? ¿Por qué? Porque allá hablan, bailan mucho de brazadito, like, both hands. Oh, yeah. Around the neck, you know? Mm -hmm. Y acá no. Yo no empecé a bailar así hasta que conocí a mi esposo. Porque yo todavía bailaba con una mano en el hombro y la otra mano agarrada, you know, like, de la mano, de la mm -hmm. otra mano. Yo baile así. So proper. I know. But I had a good time, okay? <laughs> but, y sí, hay unos que decían, ching, que se acabe, que se acabe la pieza. Mm -hmm. But those were the kind of things that they taught me. Yeah. Yeah. Pero um, when I was, when I was going to the bailes, ya que tenía como 20 algo años, y vi a los chavalos ir a los bailes, a lot of them would just stand there. And I feel bad. Honestly, let me just say this right now. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for men. Because they have to carry the responsibility yeah. of asking the woman to dance. Y ya cuando, neta, para decirte la verdad, si a mí me rechazan diez veces seguidos, yo ya no voy a querer bailar. No. ¿Verdad que sí? Neta. Like, who wants to dance after being rejected ten times? Yeah. Y pues... Y sí, porque en cuanto me sacaba uno, yo creo los otros miraban... Y, si, y sabes y, que y uno tra that's what I'm saying <laughs> sabes que they scope out the girl that's yeah, saying yes yeah. and they're like well venimos a bailar so like let's go dance mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so they'll ask that girl several times yeah yo no más yo la I neta, was that girl <laughs> yeah yo también yo la neta yo no me estaba esperando a bailar yeah porque a mí era una tortura like dude I'm like ugh like I was counting down the seconds like I, like I mean because it was you know I would always go with my group of you know girls or mm -hmm. whatever la que me convencía ahí duraba ándale esta no es que esa no me gusta ahí oh, I hated that I was like dude it's a song you know like, yeah comadre I feel like if you and I grew up next to each other un desmadre hecho un desmadre güey pero desmadre de por sí de grande dude seriously por algo Dios. I know. Dijo, God, the world can't handle them right now. God knew. Let's keep this one in one corner of the town and yeah. this one in the other Let's corner of the town. Let's spread them out. <laughs> Porque neta. Let's spread the love. Neta sí se sentía. 
¿Verdad que sí? Así se sentía. Mm -hmm. We were, I was in one final part of our yes. town and you were in the other part porque of the town. Porque tú también, porque a uh, tu mamá le encanta el baile. Mm-hmm. Pero... I don't, I don't know your dad very much, but like, lo, tu mamá was like... Yeah, my mom loves to dance. Pero... Yeah. No íbamos a los bailes así juntos. Like, si nos invitaban a una quinceañera, así íbamos mm -hmm. como familia. Mm -hmm. Pero, ¿sabes qué? My beach is part of my childhood trauma. I don't remember going to the bailes with my parents. Mm -hmm. Mi mamá iba ya de, ya, ya de mayor, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, me, yo sí. Y era de que, de que we, could, we were the, the kids que no pueden ir a estar correteando. You know how, like, there's always kids. I mean, no judgment. I have a little kid of my own. He has a lot of energy. So no judgment Same. to those who are, you know, but I used to, te estaba sentada. So it was, te estás sentada o bailas? Yep. So I was yep. like, and that's, <laughs> I am there. <laughs> and that's piggyback, um, backing back on growing up Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, like, if you think about it, the reason why they told us this is because how your kids are, are a reflection of you. Yes. You know, and Huge. I feel that heavy now. As a mom, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. my kid is the reflection of me. I do a little bit. What do you mean? Like, okay. My kid is not me. No? No. Because he's his own individual No, pero person. yo, por ejemplo, te digo, like, like, what we show them. Mm. And maybe... And what they... Maybe because I'm, like, in my me vale madre era... But, like, in an aspect of, like... But that's what they thought, yes. Yes. That's, that, that's, no, but if you think about it, in an aspect of, like, your kid's manners and, like... Yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. that's a reflection of you. Yeah. You know, that's and that's what is lo que estoy diciendo. Like, mm. our parents must have been, like, te sientas aquí, te estás silencita, because they're low-key thinking about, like, si andas aquí siendo desmadre, like, I don't want to look up and be, like, them anunciando through the anuncio. Si pueden, por este niño que está pasando por la pista, ya vamos a estar listos para hacer el vals. Pueden agarrar a este niño. Pero, you know what? I secretly, like... That's my kid nowadays. No, but I know. I secretly me daban celos por ese, de ese niño because I was like, damn, qué chido. Está haciendo el mal y medio. ¿Y la chinga que le hubieran dado, eh? Creo que es la chinga que I le hubieran dado. I don't know. Yo se miraba muy campante. And let me tell you, que a veces era el mismo. You know what I'm talking about. Era el mismo niño. Yeah, but like... Era siempre. Siempre era fulanito. Salían todos los siempre. videos. En todas las fotos. Oh, my gosh. No, pero neta, I feel like that's why your parents told us, like... You know, yeah. te sientes aquí because they're, they're thinking, like, you're a reflection of us. Yeah. But back in the day, we're like, con la cara de fushi, like, what you mean? Yeah. Like, all these kids are running around playing and stuff. Yeah, yo por eso me iba a bailar. I was like, shoot, I don't want to just sit here. That's boring. I had, I think I was very energetic. Like, si me van a tener aquí a huevo, pues vamos a ir a bailar. Mejor me la paso chido, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> back when we were little, we didn't really have a say where we were going. And so. Nope, nope. Era, nos invitaron a una fiesta y vamos todos, like. You don't have a choice. Mm -mm. And, it's, and I feel like, I don't know why, pero a mí me le hicieron más que a mis hermanos. Because there was times that my brothers didn't go and I had to go. I had to go to all their band things, all their, like, school events. It was always me, you know? <laughs> anyway, childhood trauma. How was it growing up with um, brothers, though, and, like, being, like, the only girl? Was there kind of, like, some kind of stigma between men and women growing up Hispanic? Yes, absolutely. Talk, let's talk about it. Absolutely. Like, 
Um, no tienes que cuidar a tu hermana, you know, like, um, or how about the fact that they can come home at wee hours in the morning and we had to be home before them? Actually, they had, they had, they kind of had that too. They had the same curfew. But, but it was always like, oh, si va a ir tu hermano. Mm. Siempre me conchababan con el hermano. You know, my poor brother. Lo bueno que le gustaba el baile. You know, I had friends, so he would dance, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was really, he was kind of shy back then, but um, uh, I think that's why I kind of like, that was the difference. Siempre me lo... hermano, sí. Did your parents have different expectations for you as a girl than your brothers? Yes. Um, especially like around like when I was a little bit older, like 16, 17. You know, like, tú no puedes andar donde están todos los boys, you know, like you can't be. That was a big like, no, like si estaban una bolita de, de puros hombres, like you cannot be there. Let me just talk about this really quick. Mm. Could that just have been like the stigma of like men and women? Like of like, que los hombres, like uno nunca sabe lo que están pensando. Because uno como mujer, yeah. like, I don't know, but like I always grew up with like getting along with a lot of guys and stuff. Yeah, me too. But like, same. Y siempre, mi mamá en veces me decía like, no andes con, like, no andes juntándote con drogaditos or con alcohólicos or something like that. And one time when I was ya de grande, I told my mom, I was like, mom, Tú me creaste, tú tienes que estar comfortable with the fact that cómo me creaste. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you raised a strong, independent Shingona woman. Like, you have to have faith that I'm going to make good decisions and that my decisions are going to be a reflection of my person, not on you, because you've done your part para darme esa, ese, esa escuela. Mm -hmm. You know, so I told her at some point, like, I have friends of all different kinds mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of people, you know, and... I told my mom, no, no más porque me voy a ir a un baile con un amigo que tal vez tal fuma marihuana or whatever. No significa que yo voy a hacer lo mismo. Mm -hmm. Porque you should know already that you raised me to know what's good and what's bad. Not mm -hmm. saying that smoking weed is bad. I'm just saying like... En ese tiempo, yeah. En ese tiempo, you know. And it wasn't until I explained that to her like that, agarró la onda. Mm. You know, and I feel like maybe that's why your parents said that too to you, because like they're like, no, porque tú eres mujer. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, like there's things that you, a woman shouldn't do. Yeah, but but I think it's also like a, I think it is a, more so the culture mm -hmm. that sees those things. Mm -hmm. Porque I don't know, que si eres decente, because it was a lot harder to be decente than it to not be. Mm -hmm. You know, and decente, like you know, quote unquote, too. You know, like. What does that really mean? Mm -hmm. You know, and like, I don't know. There's just different ideas that they had. And I appreciate them, you know, because me formaron y porque a mí, la verdad, um, gracias a Dios, me respetaban. Mm -hmm. A lot of my guy friends me respetaban bien mucho, hasta me cuidaban. Even my husband, like, me decía, no, pues este, dice, pues todos siempre me dicen, no, cuidado con ella porque ella es, you know, cosa seria. Like, si vas a, si más vas a jugar con ella, mejor no. Mira, and I, that's something that I take a pride in. Yeah. Pride in because mm -hmm. like, man, the generation now, it is weird. And and I'm saying like my generation too, because like, se tienen que saber cómo darse para respetar. Mm -hmm. Porque si tú no te respetas a ti, nadie más te va a respetar. Mm -mm. You know, it's a, it's like you've said before, like it's a reflection. It's a mirror that you're projecting. 
Mm-hmm. So like, si tu vas a andar, no shame or whatever. No. But like, si tu vas a andar así, like, you know, doing your thing, the malandrina or whatever, like, who's going to want to respect you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or it's going to be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And it, like, like I said, no judgment. But that was just, my mom told me something too that kind of like resonated with me. And she's like, and that held, I did a lot of stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wasn't as bad. I don't feel like a lot of people... But, like, I did a lot of stupid shit. Pero siempre in the back of my mind, she was she told me one time, she was like, Amy, dice, yo, no, yo no puedo estar siempre ahí contigo. She's like, and you're going to write your own story. You're going to tell your own story. So mm-hmm. whatever you want to tell in your story, she's like, just acuérdate que toda acción tiene sus consecuencias, bien o malas. Mm-hmm. So just be sure if you're going to accept the consequence, then do it, mm-hmm. you know? Pero yo no siempre voy a estar ahí and you're going to tell your own story. That's always been in the back of my head. That's, so I, that's beautiful. Yeah, so I think that's... Uh, me salvó de muchas pendejadas mm-hmm. peores. Mm-hmm. That I, I'm like so thankful that I didn't go through it mm-hmm. with it because she was there in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Honestamente, like, la escuela que nos dan nuestras padres like really, really have a heavy influence to like who we are. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. y como ya de madre, you know, uno que es madre, like, I don't think that we realize how big of an influence we have on our kids. Yeah. You know? Yes. They learn from you from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Like, Since the day they're born. Since en tu vientre. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What they feel. Yeah. Yeah. They feel your vibe. They learn your vibe. Mm-hmm. They learn how do you handle things, how you um, deal with people. How you interact, everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I can see that so much too with my kid because um, I'm heavy on birthdays. If you guys listen to one of my podcasts, I talked mm-hmm. about how heavy I was on, I my, that. on birthdays. Yes. Yeah, didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. yeah, and my kid's the same way. Mm. My kid's the same way. He loves he loves birthdays. Mm-hmm. He loves singing Happy Birthday. Hacemos un desmadre cuando es un cumpleaños. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, so that's something. Seeing that in my kid, like, then I reflect on, like, my childhood and the things that my mom has taught me and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm forever grateful for la escuela que she's given us. Yes, me too. Y también que nos enseñó el amor de Dios. Mm-hmm. Because that has been, I think, something that has resonated in me throughout my whole life. Mm-hmm. And my mom has told me, like, recently, too, like, we had a conversation about, like, the juventud. And she's she has the same worries, too, about mm-hmm. the what her grandchildren and what kind of world they're going to grow up in. And she says, like... Es que la, el amor que hay ahorita en los jóvenes no hay amor ni temor en Dios. I was like, facts. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother fucking topic I can talk about for days. And I'll probably Seriously. make a podcast about it. But it just like a, a quick side note. That is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think growing up Hispanic has really shaped me who I am. Amen. Preach. Mm-hmm. Preach. I am so thankful. Blessed. Like beyond blessed. I am privileged enough. To carry la sangre mexicana. Yeah, la bandera mexicana. Ajá. Hey! Hey! <laughs> 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 y que viva México, cabrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I am so privileged to have given that gift of culture that's so beautiful, that's so rich. Mm-hmm. And Mexico has so, so much to offer. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, no, no, más en la comida, wey, porque la comida has down. I know. Like, 
amazing. Pero, like, um, lo que te pueden enseñar, like, el, el ambiente de, de comunidad, de ayudar al otro. Ya ves que cuando llegas a una casa, ¿qué te ofrezco? ¿Qué, ¿Quieres un agua? ¿Quieres un café? Este, siéntate, or, you know, un taquito, you know, like, like that's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, how lucky am I? And not only that, that I can communicate in two languages. Mm -hmm. Like, how smart does that make you? Super smart. That really does help. They do say that it's like better for you to know more than. Oh yeah, it, it it allows you to to use a different part of your brain, mm -hmm. you know, and then like that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like I am so thankful que puedo hablar español porque yo no sabía español, yo no sabía inglés. Cuando, I think we talked, we were talking about this earlier that um, yo no sabía inglés cuando entré al kindergarten. I didn't know English either. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to you earlier mm -hmm. prior to our podcast, and I was like, bro, this is podcast material. Yeah, but, I know. <laughs> and I was like, let's get recording. Yeah. No, but I do remember going to school and not knowing Spanish. Mm -hmm. I mean, sorry, not knowing English. And I do remember, like, the little bit of struggles of, like, trying to communicate with others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't really remember. My mom just told me, and that's... I, I, I just don't remember. Pero en la casa... Teníamos que hablar en español. Yeah. Like, y me decía, me decía, ma, o hablas en español o te lo saco con un palo. <laughs> Can we talk about Legit. how heavy our parents were about disciplining us? Oh, dude. Yo, el, yo todavía alcancé el cinto. Yo alcancé el cinto, el gancho, una chancla. Un That's gancho, it. really? Yeah, dude, and it wasn't the plastic ones. It was los the de, fucking yeah. metal ones. Yes. This is how you los, can, like, Los shape. delgaditos? You yes. Can, yes, that you can shape however you want. Yes. Y cuando te daban una chinga, te quedaba la pinche marca. Yeah. Era pretty much, they were, I mean, it really did feel like they were whipping you, like, yeah. with the fucking whip, yeah. like, horse whip. Like, yeah. that's how it felt like. No, ¿sabes qué? A mí, mi mamá me llegó a cachetear en la boca. I think I told her the F. I dropped an F bomb. No sé si mi mamá me llegó a pegar en la cara. No, no creo. Oh my God. Like, I think it's hilarious now. Like, okay, so other side note. A mí era como, si íbamos a la tienda y me, les hacía un berrinche, vámonos. In that moment, they would drop everything and we're like, we're leaving. Or if my mom and dad were both there, um, mi papá me llevaba y nos encerramos en el carro. And I'd have to stay there. And that was such torture, I remember. Dude, my mom con una mirada que nos daba. ¿En serio? Damn. Nos daba una mirada, like, and then, like, when we saw that look, we knew that if we didn't turn our fucking life around at that minute, <laughs> <laughs> that we were going to get turn it. Turn my life. <laughs> we were going to get it. ¿Te o te acomodas? Yeah, pretty much what she said. ¿Te comportas o te comportas? Porque yo dije, like. Yeah, but, damn. Yeah, my mom. Es una chingona. I fucking love her. Yeah. Pero, she really, she's, your mom is so cool. I yeah, like I fucking love her. Yeah. But yeah, yo sí, sí alcancé casi de todo. Y sabes que mi hermanita, I'm surprised that you got, que sí alcanzaste de, del cinto, because mi hermanita, I feel like the babies of the families, they don't get that. Oh no, my parents did not discriminate. <laughs> Amy <laughs> said Todos no. parejos. And you know por qué siempre era? Mm. Me da vergüenza. I mean, it's a thing. Era por mi cuarto. Every single time. Yeah? No, it wasn't because you were, like, bad. No. Like, as, like no. you did something bad. Y me daba un coraje. <laughs> like, I'm like, seriously, dude? Like, sorry, not dude, but, like, seriously? Like, por eso me vas a... Like, seriously? Yeah. Because of my room. Like, I'm the one living in it. Yeah. Pero gracias a eso, pues, ahorita ya... Tengo un desmadre, pero no me gusta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
sé por qué no. Doña Petra, if you're listening at that. Estoy trae un desmadre. Hey, pero ahora no me gusta. Ay. Vamos progresando, doña. Yeah. I am, yes, I'm getting there slowly. Let me tell oh you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Did they ever tell you, like, cuando estabas diciendo, ¿quieres algo por qué llorar? Oh, yes. Ay, cómo me daba de cuerda. Deja hacerte una pregunta. No judgment. We're in a no judgment zone, okay? Yes. De, como mamá, uh -huh. este, are you a gentle parenter? I think I'm evolving to a gentle parenter. And it's not like a gentle. I really want to treat my kid as a human. So does like that... An, does, like a mini adult. Does that have a reflection of how it was for you as a kid? Um, yes and no. Mm. I think I got a kind of a mixture mm -hmm. of porque digo yo and... Like, and they actually would sit down and explain it to me. Mm. I got a mixture. It depends. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're, so you're more of an explanatory type of person. Yeah. And mm. I'm, I'm like, I'm really trying to keep my cool. Even when, like, I really can't. Like, some days it's... I know. Some days I can't, it. you mm -hmm. know? And some days I can. Mm -hmm. So I really try to say, like, acknowledge. Like, hey, I know you want to go over there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we got to go. Or, mm -hmm. you know, we got to go to this place. Mm -hmm. And like I do try to talk to him beforehand Like hey we're gonna You're gonna go to school and then I'm gonna pick you up And like things like that you know Or so and so's gonna come they're gonna play with you Or you know I really do think that that has a reflection of how we grew up though Yeah You know cause I think maybe our parents They already had the stress of surviving Yeah You know in a new ass country Like they Economicamente. Had other to, Yeah they had the other things to worry about you know Yeah And I feel like you know when they would quote unquote hit us or whatever like it was almost like a reflection of their frustration yes exactly and, and their stress less, it wasn't really what we were doing at that moment yeah and mm -hmm. less patience they had for us mm -hmm. too because i i mean i'm only a mom of one mm -hmm. you know and the, my mom was a mom of five you know and so <laughs> i don't know how you did it mama mind blown i don't know i do not know but You know, I think they just got like overwhelmed or overstimulated. So like the yeah. frustration. So yeah. I do get that, you know, us being moms now, like we, we strive from like not wanting to like do the same thing that they did to us. Yeah. Every relationship, kid to parent relationship is different. Mm -hmm. um, or parent to kid, whatever. But um, even like the relationship that my that my husband has with the kids and the relationship that I have with mm -hmm. them is different, mm -hmm. you know? So um. Don't you hate that moms have this stigma that they have to be the bad person? Yes. But I was feeling, I actually was feeling like that a lot, but I'm not, I'm really trying not to. Yeah. But in a sense, we're not the bad person though. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes our kids see us as the bad person, but it's because we're most, we're with them most of the time. Yeah, or, and it's, it's not really that. It's like, you're the one that has to say, okay, it's time for, it's time to go. Because we all have, because like, we have other things that we have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why it feels like we're the bad person, mm -hmm. but, but they weren't, they're not going to understand that until they're older. No, that's okay. I'm mean, like homeboy. Yeah. I wasn't just telling you this because I didn't want to do it. I was yeah. telling you this because I had 500 other things on my list to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm also, you know what, what I'm trying to do is I was listening to this other podcast, mm. but, um, is Sometimes we try to do everything so perfectly instead of just doing it good enough mm -hmm. to pass. Mm -hmm. So we can really dedicate ourselves to other things that are way more important. Mm -hmm. Like 
For example, instead of saying I'm going to fold all the laundry, instead of playing with my kids, like, vale madre laundry, like, we can just pick, you know? It'll be a fun game. Pick it. Hey, we need some clean socks. Let's comadre. move the mountain. Comadre, my fucking laundry on the couch right now. Is out. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's good enough for now. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Instead of letting those things stress you out, it should be like, okay, yes, that pile is there. But right now, what's more important is me to have a connection with my son or and, with, with my daughter or with my kid. And can you see that, too, how different that was from our childhood? Oh, yes. But it was. But I feel like it was also not because, like, yo me acuerdo de chiquita, like, random times. En los fines de semana, siempre nos íbamos somewhere. And it wasn't, like, anything fancy. Mm-hmm. Mi mamá hacía los lunches. Like, I, for some reason, I have this vision of nachos, of, like, the, the, the los doritos mm-hmm. nachos, that, that flavor mm-hmm. brings me back to that, and, like, sandwiches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because en Pacaomos la ven, we had a, an Aerostar, I think, back then, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a white Aerostar. And, like, nos empacaban allá y nos íbamos al río, a la laguna, especially in the summer. Mm-hmm. So, like... Ellos también dejaban sus cosas, estaban cansados, like I'm sure sore from working out in the fields. Mm-hmm. Pero they're like, you know what, whatever's at the house is good enough right now. Mm-hmm. And porque mi mamá sí tenía las cosas acomodadas, but not like, it wasn't like pristine, mm-hmm. you know, like some houses are, mm-hmm. you know. Well, no shame to any either, mm-hmm. but um, so dejaba unas cosas. Mm-hmm. Por pasar tiempo con nosotros. So That's I cool. still got that. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I honestly did. I probably that. did too, but ask me about my childhood and I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember specifics, but like it's those like little things that. Yes, I know, back. guys. I probably need to go to therapy. Don't tell me. Okay, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I will tell you from what I remember. So yeah. I do remember taking trips like that too, but mm-hmm. like I said, it's very vague. Yeah. If you ask my twin sister, she probably knows a lot more than I do. Being a mom is rough, bro. Yeah. It is the most important, job. exhausting, yep. endless job we could have. Y haciendo madre es para toda la vida, güey. Neta. Even, I bet even in the afterlife, we're still worrying about our kids. Yeah. They, but they are, it's, it's, a, it's, it's such an amazing experience. That I am so blessed to be able to go through. I know I joke about this a lot of the time, guys. And a lot of my friends, I'm always like, it's a zero out of ten for me. (laughs) 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 And Rico over here side note with her face. (laughs) Giving me a side eye. But no, seriously, being a mom is the biggest and best blessing. And, you know... It's a blessing for sure. It's very, it's an, I Don't think it's a privilege. Don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Take it mm-hmm. for granted. Yeah. 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 Take it for granted. Yeah. For real. Cause mm-hmm. I know that there's many women out there who wish that they couldn't and they can't. Mm-hmm. So shout outs to you women. You are amazing still. Mm-hmm. But if anyone wants to come watch my kid for a day. <laughs> no, but really. <laughs> Open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Enrique, I love you. Um, but thanks for coming on my podcast. Yeah, let so me just welcome. say, let me just say, my comadre always has a special place in my heart because mm. I could go like weeks and months without seeing her. And when we get together, it's un pinche desmadre. I way. know, it's fun. I fucking love it. Love it. But I fucking love you. And I'm so blessed to have you in my life. Oh, comadre. 
<laughs> I'm going to make her great. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so, so proud of you. You are doing, you're going to be doing even more amazing things. We, we are, I know I speak for a lot of people when I say that we are so proud of you. Oh, and my heart. This is like, yes, cutting on a podcast. Yes, it just is so right. Who knew that's what the world needed a little yeah. bit? Yeah, I love, I love podcasts. I love listening to people like, cause you can connect and you can relate yeah. and you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. You know, 10 out of 10 recommend podcasts. Yes. I've always been saying, like, I did say, I can't remember if I did in my first episode, but. I did. One thing I do want to mention is that ever since I started listening to podcasts, it has opened my mind to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I feel like like me personally, I was so secluded from the outside world Mm -hmm. that a lot of things I wasn't even aware that existed or that, you know, were um, at my fingertips or that I could learn from, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I learned from a lot of different people and without even knowing them, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, who knew? You guys need a little bit cutting on your life, apparently. Yes, we all do. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> You're such... You are such a light, comadre. I love you so much. You're so awesome. You have such great energy all the time. I try to. Love guys, it. if there's one thing about me, I'm a great advice giver. Vice taker? Count me out. It's like, <laughs> it goes through one ear, not the other. But it's because you're, so, on it. you're so independent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a blessing and a curse. And because you kind of know, like, OK, eventually I'm going to work it out. And you do. Eventually you work it out. Mm-hmm. Might take you a bit longer, but. Oh, man, I get it. It's it's hard, you know, because you're so independent and you're so used to just getting shit done and getting shit done the way you want it to be done. You know, like yeah. you're, it's hard to depend on somebody else to do it the way that you want to do it. That is me to the T. (laughs) Thanks for coming and listening to my podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you guys on. On Be Fucking For Real, Cari. Comadre, I fucking love you. I love you too, Comadre. Thank you so much. You Um, are awesome. Side note, y'all. If you guys haven't found my Be Fucking For Real Cari stickers, what are you guys waiting for? (gasps) You have (laughs) a sticker? Yes. So what I did is I went around town and I post, I have a sticker that has my logo and of my podcast and has a QR code. You scan the code, brings up my fucking link tree with my links to my podcasts. And so if you find one, just a reminder, if you find one around town, take a selfie with it, send me a DM, post it on your story, tag me. I'll send you a gift card. It's just like a appreciation. Um, lo de los QR codes están usando, dude. That's like fucking amazing. Let me just say, it's because I I'm mind blown right now. My <laughs> mind is going berserk. Y sabes que that idea came to me at like three o'clock in the morning, dude. That's fucking legit. Me en chinga. I texted my twin sister because she's the one that did my logo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, what do you think about QR codes? Mm-hmm. She's like, dude, I think it's a good idea. Next thing you know, she was at my house at my lunch break. And she's like, hey, I printed these stickers for you. <laughs> you love her. I love her. She knew. <laughs> she knew. She, she said, knew. that is that is mind blowing. Yeah, I'm mind blown. I'm telling you. QR code, guys. Get Any businesses it. looking a way to promote their business, QR codes. Also, hit your girl up. I can advertise for you. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> link down below. Just gonna... Link down below. Shoot me an email. <laughs> no, but for real, guys, um, if you guys find a Be Fucking For Real Cardi sticker, send me um, 
I pick a selfie with it. Make sure you're following my Instagram and I'll shoot you a gift card. And I did say that on my episodes, I did want to give out like a gift card. Try to give out a gift card um, if you're listening. So if you guys can tell me how we technically met, me and my comadre, how we technically met, you guys will get a gift card. Whoever is the first one to tell me how we technically met, you guys will get a gift card. Do you remember? Did we say it? We did say. I said that was the one thing we had in we, something that we had in common. So I know if you didn't know, now you know. Remember that conversation? Yes. <laughs> She's like, wait, that's not fair, Karina. I know, I'm like, Karina, wait a minute, backtrack, rewind, rewind, bole, rewind, rewind. Oh my gosh, un pinche desmadre que yo mi comadre. If you guys just want to hang out with us and just fucking laugh until. You can't smile anymore. Hit us up. I got jokes, man. <laughs> you kidding? I don't. <laughs> I cannot remember. I can remember one ever in my life. Un chiste? Yes. A ver, échatelo. Okay, mira. ¿Cómo empedas a un frijol? <laughs> ¿Cómo? It's so dumb already. <laughs> it's so stupid. A ver, ¿cómo? Te comes uno y sale pedo. <laughs> Comadres jokes. My guys. debut. <laughs> She's va a salir the comedian, guys. I'll let you keep you posted for her. It's so date. stupid. It's so funny. It I've never heard of that one. Oh my god, it makes you and then it sale con unos cotorros. It's freaking hilarious, dude. <laughs> I can't. Every time I laugh, I like cry. I mean every time I laugh, I cry. Every time <laughs> I say every, every time I hear it, but it's my acuerdo because it's so fucking funny. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, it uh, mother, fucking love you. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Love you too. All right, guys. I hope you have an amazing, blessed day. Stay tuned for the next episode. Make sure to follow on my Instagram at bffr underscore gaddy. My podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.